Welcome to season two of Cutting Through the Noise. I'm Hayley Mears, and in episode one of 2024, I'm joined by Renee Meredith Day from Salon Lane. We're going to be talking about the co working space at Salon Lane and why the Salon Suite model has absolutely exploded over the last few years. Really hope you enjoy this episode. Renee and I have crossed paths uh, in our careers, probably for the last five or six years, has been the most that mm. we've got together but I want to open the floor so you can introduce yourself and tell everyone about your career and basically what it is that you do and then we're going to talk about your forecast into the future of I guess the hairdressing space in the salon suite space. Thanks Hayley thanks so much for having me um big fan of the show (laughs) so nice that I can actually be on this side of it which is great um who am I wow long um a long career in hairdressing if I had to try and wrap it up in a short time. Uh, I started washing hair when I was 12 years of age and um, my mum had a news agency in a Westfield and there was a Styles next door and the girls used to always come in and buy their chocolate um, at three o'clock. They'd get their caramello koalas and I was quite tall in year seven and they were like, oh my God, instead of, you know, serving here, come in next door and help us shampoo. And, um, and it just sort of started from there and escalated. So all through high school, I was a Saturday junior. I was a Thursday night girl. I swept, I neutralized perms. I never wanted to be a hairdresser, but it just, I thought it might've been better than working at Macca's. No offense if anyone did, but I just, it was fun. It was fun. I could put some makeup on. I could dress up and put my black and white styles outfit on. And it just went from there. And I just went from, you know, from price attack to styles to anybody that would have me as a Saturday junior. And then I ended up leaving high school and starting my apprenticeship and it started in the Shire where, um, and I worked for these two really cool Italian guys. And I was spent maybe seven or eight years there, I think, before I had my heart broken, went overseas at 23, didn't return. I remember ringing my boss from a payphone in Rome. I was at a campsite, reverse charge call. <laughs> I'm not coming home. And I remember him saying to me, like, you're going to love it overseas. And he was right. And it was the best thing I ever did. Like reverse charging that phone call to the salon that day was like life changing. And I stayed in London and it really, as a 23 year old, I was managing a salon in central London, two stories, beauty hair in Russell Square. And um, it really opened up my eyes. And I was like a kid in a candy store because all these people that you were exposed to that were at your front door where you only saw them in magazines in the salon back in Australia. So all of a sudden I remember one day it was snowing and I was going to this place in um, this hotel in Regent's Park and I walked in the door and my boss had sort of said to me, oh, yeah, we're going to an education event and I didn't really think anything of it. And I walked in and all these faces that I had seen in these magazines in Australia all through my apprenticeship we're standing up on platforms. And I just remember I had, you know, Richard Thompson from Mahogany. I had Trevor Sorby. I had the guys from Hob. I had Charles Worthington. I had the Tony and Guy team. It was just like 
Antoinette Bendez, like just, it was mind blowing all these people that I saw and just went, this is what our industry is about. This is amazing. I want to do what they do. I want to influence an audience. And then two years later, when I came home um, at 25, I just wanted, I didn't want to be in the salon anymore. I wanted more. I was hungry. We had a Redken educator that would come in every month and do training with us. I'll never forget her. And the minute she walked in the door, I just remember thinking, I want to be her. I want to do what you do. How do I do out that? Out of curiosity. Pardon? Was it out of curiosity? Oh, so uh, we're talking, we're talking 2005. Her name was Shireen. She had blonde hair. I couldn't tell you what her last name was. And I remember doing courses with her. I just learned so much and she was so knowledgeable. And I just looked up to her and went, wow, you, there's, there's so much more to this industry. And after being in London, seeing all this really cool stuff, coming back to a Sydney thinking, I, I want more. I, I, I fully respect everybody that chooses to stay on the floor and, you know, are amazing doing clients. And that's fantastic. I just really wanted to go down a different path and felt that I had something to give. And I saw a um, job advertised for Weller. And this was uh, June 2006. Yeah. I thought to myself, surely, like I'm I'm, tw- I'm 25, like they're not going to employ me. I don't have enough experience. And someone took a chance on me and it was the best thing that they ever did. And I'm still to this day very appreciative. And, yeah, I became a colour educator in New South Wales for Weller and over the 10 years, well, sorry, I was there just under 10 years. Um, under the 10 years that I was there, I went into lots of different roles and um, learned a lot, looked after some pretty phenomenal people and got exposed to just a lot of lot of really cool stuff. And um, probably one of my highlights of the, the 10 years I was at Weller was looking after the Tony and Guy group nationally as their key account national educator for just under six years, I was with them and working alongside Dennis daily, the salon owners, um, doing their collection launches, going on tour. They took me to London. Like it was probably some of the best years of my life. And I learned so much from them. And um, yeah, and I had a lot to give them as well. And to this day, I've still got, you know, these amazing friendships that have formed from back then. Um, you know, Katie Reeve and I always laugh about how her little boy, Aiden, who I think now would be year seven. Yes. Is Aiden year seven? Yes. I think he finished year six, maybe. Yes. Yeah, that sounds amazing. We were backstage at Fashion Week and she had just had Aiden. We had been on tour while she had been pregnant the whole time with Aiden. And then she had Aiden. She had him in a little part, like pouch at the front of her, front of her stomach. And I was there defrosting her breast milk in a small little plastic pouch so we could feed him and keep going with hair. Like, it's just been crazy. But, yeah, these relationships over the years have just formed. And then um, after 10 years at Weller, I just needed to spread my wings and do something a little bit different. So I went into a sales role at Schwarzkopf for a couple of years. And then I'm glad I did it because it just helped me with the business side, the sales side which then led into um, me then going on to be National Education Manager for Revlon Professional and American Crew and where I spent just under five years there. So I remember the first day I met you. Yes. Uh, you walked in and I was I was working for Revlon, um, not as an employee, but um, 
yeah, doing some marketing and some social media and you walked into the office and we started talking and I think people coming up going, guys, guys, can you stop? Because you really need to do some work because we didn't get <laughs> it off. <laughs> we were like chatting away. Me, me talking? Oh. Never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like it's been great. We've crossed, you yeah, met you, f- formed relationships there um, and just, yeah, learnt a lot in um, being an education manager. It was really the pinnacle of where I really wanted to go. And from that, you know, that day that I saw that Redken educator come into the salon to really striving and wanting to be a national education manager, um, yeah, I felt like that I had ticked all the boxes in the education uh, realm that I I could and I just, I needed to be challenged. Like in total, that was 17 years in in education mainly and I just feel like I needed to pass the reins and do something a little bit different and challenging. I needed to challenge myself and I wanted something completely different. At the time, I didn't know if I wanted to leave the industry, stay in the industry, but when you've been washing hair since you were 12 years old and you haven't been in any other industry, it's a pretty freaking amazing industry and there's so many cool avenues to go down. Um, And I had been sort of having conversations with the Salon Lane guys for a little while and uh, the one thing that really drew me towards the Salon Lane brand and the people, like the two guys owning it, was the fact that they had such passion and such drive, but also as well where they wanted to take the business. And it was, you know, back like we're talking Surrey Hills only turned three years in October. So it's still a startup in a way. And what they had achieved in that time, just as COVID sort of, you know, started to rear its head, thanks very much, um, they survived and they survived on a business model that still that that promoted single operators and, and freelancers and, and and some of those people are still there today. Like so they've weathered the storm and I look at that and I look at the forward thinking, fast pace, amazing, beautiful professional environment they created. And I went and I know what their long-term goals were as well. And they were just going through a bit of a change where they were moving out of, I guess, like their startup and going, okay, this is phase two. This is what we want to do. We're going to bring new people in, bring more people in, and let's press let's press the go button and let's go. And that really drew me to being challenged and doing something different. So I took on the role as member growth manager, which is basically, I guess, a fancy name for sales manager. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's fantastic, and I've been there now just under a year, and it's a mix for me between hospitality, real estate, in in an industry that I absolutely love, but I've also now been exposed to a wellness industry and a beauty industry, which I've learned a lot about in the last 10 months as well. So fast forward to here I am, yes, at 43 years of age, 20-something years in the industry. That's not even including the washing hair part. Um, and yeah, that's I guess that's me in a in a nutshell. What what I adore about you is you have this amazing, I, I it's gonna sound a bit airy fairy, vibration of emotional intelligence where I feel like you can really sense can and you just stop that for a second and rewind that and let my husband listen to what you just said. <laughs> no joking. <laughs> have very high EQ and I think that's that's what I love about you is that you can re- you really great at cultivating relationships and the authenticity behind those relationships has been so powerful um for me but also to watch what you do and how you've managed teams in the past 
And so I love that you're going to be, you know, spearheading this movement at Salon Lane where you're, and your title is, can you repeat it again? Member Growth Manager. Member Growth Manager, which is perfect because it's, that's what you're doing. Like you're kind of creating this community and it's all about the emotional connections that we have. And we understand now more than ever from marketing is the greatest success in that beauty and wellness space is based on emotional connection, which kind of converts to, you know, marketing, sales, all of those things, because that's at the core of what we do. So Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. you are the perfect person to be in that role. And I'm so proud. Yeah, thank you. I, um, the, like the last awards night that we went to at the AHFAs in the Star um, in November, I had a lot of people just come up to me and say, oh, my God, Renee, like why the change, why the move? Um, and, I, you know, apart from the fact that it was just time and I needed I needed something different and um, it just it, it just worked out perfectly and it's just with a brand that I'm absolutely, one, so passionate about with what we what we can bring to the industry, but it's just such an amazing concept with amazing people behind it. And I think that's very important that you have the right team, you have the right attitudes, you have a respectful, loyal, supportive team behind you because that can really make the difference with, you know, the business that you're in. And if I look at the team that we have in Salon Lane, like the team has tripled since I've been there, meaning the head office team, not our members, but like the head office team that keep the wheels in motion and everyone has different roles. And, um, you know, we've got the best of the best of the industry people um, within the brand and growing the brand and where the brand is going. Like our bosses just took us to a, a beautiful big house in Byron Bay as a retreat and, you know, from the outside, it probably did look a bit, um, you know, fancy, but we knuckled down as a team. We all were in, you know, we all, I wouldn't say we all slept together. That sounds a bit wrong, but we all had, it's a huge, massive, big, like 15 bedroom house. And there's not many companies that I know that would be able to do that with their teams. And we just spent so much time growing and developing and talking about the brand and they just really invested in our well-being and our careers as well. And I absolutely, you know, I absolutely love that. And they're open to listening to ideas and how we just can make things better. And um, and that's just how this this brand just keeps moving forward and um, unfolding, which is, you know, it's, you don't hear that very often. So for anyone who doesn't know the story of Salon Lane, can you just kind of unpack how it started, but also take us on the journey as to where it's going. So how it started is, um, I mean, that in itself is quite a long, lengthy conversation. So I will just sort of give you, I guess, the the outline of it. So you've got three three owners of Southern Lane. You have Moss Katie, um, who is a, a, a partner in the business who spends half his time in Australia and half his time in Canada. Now, Moss Katie has good friendships with the other two owners, Jared and Lance. Moss, um, you know, was the founder of Bumble and Bumble, founder of Orbe, has a very long, um, you know, respectful, fantastic, um, you know, career as well and a very good name in the industry and very knowledgeable. Lance Kalish has um, lots of different business avenues um, that he is the CEO for and founder for. And, um, and he has his hands, I guess, in a lot of, you know, a lot of great um, businesses that he owns, including beauty part, like uh, avenues in the beauty sector as well. 
Um, and then you've also got Jared Keane, who is my boss, who is the CEO and co-founder. And Jared has a lengthy, um, you know, a lengthy history as well. All of them are just serial entrepreneurs that have just been successful in their own rights, but nothing to do with hair. Lance has had, you know, more of the, the the beauty side of it and they just all gel and work really well together, bring different pieces of knowledge to the business. And I guess you could say the co-working space is known in the US and it's a very big model over there um, and it's always been over there and it's probably taking, I think it's about 70% of the, um, the hair industry itself over in the US. And we really wanted to, the guys really wanted to bring a co-working space concept here. They were surprised at the time that um, you know, there was maybe one or two, but nothing really, nothing had really been taken over and they really wanted to bring the concept here, but put their own spin on it. And what their own spin in what makes Salon Lane, Salon Lane is it's a premium luxury co-working space, share space for um, the professional hairdressers, beauticians, dermal therapists, cosmetic injectors, teeth whiteners, eyebrow specialist, lashes, head to toe, you name it, you can come in and have literally everything done. Um, and it's a professional space for you to operate and be successful out of. Um, but the other thing that really makes us different, I guess, to other co-working spaces is we have a salon floor. So yes, we've got beautiful studios that are either hair or beauty studios, but we have a salon floor and the salon floor consists of 20 workstations on any given site. And if you can imagine putting 20 hairdressers all on the floor at the same time, the place pumps. And I mean pumps in such a great way. Like the vibe of our spaces when you walk in, it's electric. And it's just got such a great feel and such a great buzz um, that it that it just makes the site. So we have the opportunity for the hairdressing industry in particular to choose whether they want to go down a studio, private studio path or they want to go onto the floor and be around people. And that's attractive in itself because when you become a hairdresser, you become a hairdresser because you're a people person. You want to be around people. You love those conversations at the colour bar. And what's happened with our industry is it's sort of, it's a, it's 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 gone down to the freelancer style single operator model and it has for quite a while but some of the, the, I guess, the feedback that you're starting to hear is that people start to get lonely. They don't, you know, they don't, they miss those conversations. They miss their people. They miss having a team with them and having that support or bouncing ideas off. So the salon floor in particular really brings that salon feel back. Like you are working with a team, but the difference which has blown me away is that um, everyone's their own business. Everyone's professional. Everyone is very respectful. They operate very professionally, and it just—it's just such a vibe. Like if you if you haven't seen it in full full swing, um, yeah, come and have a look because it's pretty amazing. And then on top of that, just to throw one more thing in, we have a concierge service. So we have front of house, which we have these beautiful big spaces with retail brands, lots of amazing hair and beauty brands. And then we have a full-time concierge who is that beautiful professional person when you walk in and get greeted by. So there's lots of different elements that separate us from other 
co-working business models and co-working spaces that are out there. What what I love the most is I think if I was a solo operator, I would feel really lonely. And I I really feed off watching other people, just kind of learning by observation. So if you can give me that culture and still give me my own autonomy to run mm-hmm. a column, work the flexible hours that I want, that that is ticking absolutely every box. Hundred percent. And the people that we have on the floor and also in the studios, because it's as you know, Hayley, it is it is a small industry. I mean, it's a huge industry, but everyone seems to know everybody. And what has happened over the time that we've been we've been operating as a business, these friendships form as well. And you see these beautiful friendships blossom. And if you're working alongside someone all day, you know, they also become your support network or your mentor. And you know, if you look at the last three weeks of December, I mean, today's our last day um, for me, like we finish up for the year, but, um, you know, everyone on the floor, you know what the salons are like for the last three weeks of Christmas and it is crazy. And we have WhatsApp groups for each site with all of our members and the WhatsApp groups are purely there for, you know, um, announcements and, and knowledge and if they need any help and what I have seen with all the WhatsApp groups going um, for diff- for all of our different sites in the last few weeks is, hey, I can't fit my client in. Does anyone have any time? Someone else comments, yes, I can. Um, hey, guys, I bought lunch in today. Or we also give them cupcakes and lunch and bits and pieces, icy poles on cold days. I mean, cold days, icy poles on the hot days um, that just make their time at Salon Lane that little bit more special. But the support of our members and supporting other members and the chats that you're seeing has been really humbling and just really beautiful to see when everyone's emotions are heightened, everyone's stress is heightened, it's full on. I don't miss being on the salon floor these three weeks. Like I walk into the sites and I look at them and go, I feel for you. <laughs> like I get it. I really do get it. And they just work so hard, but everyone is really supportive, which is such a value and asset to have when you're running your own business. Absolutely. And you know what else I love? And we can talk about this a little bit. So I think I'm coming into Salon Lane in early March and I'm going to be educating. Yes, you are. (laughs) I love the fact that, you know, you guys put on education for all of your members. And so whether they attend or not um, is, I guess, entirely up to them. But the fact that, you know, they don't need to go out and source education, the education can come to them. That's pretty special. It is. And I think we've always, that's always been part of our business model um, because the Jared and Lance really wanted to have that community feel um, as opposed to, you know, there are some co-working spaces out there and in, or in the US that are more cookie cutter, that, um, you know, that you are a little bit more isolated. So we really wanted to make sure that whatever, however we evolve a salon lane, we always don't lose the community feel and we you feel like you belong to a beautiful space, but you're still individual running your business. And one of the key things is education. And then when me, when I came on board um, in February, of course, with my education background, I'm a thousand percent passionate about it and looked at ways that how we can improve. And, you know, we have the same challenges as some people do when they're running their businesses. So they, they're busy as well. So you want to find things that they're really going to benefit from. They're taking their time out of their day. And, and how can we gravitate on what you need and how can we grow you as a business with attending education so 2024 for us we've decided to change it up a little bit and have a little bit more of a different format 
Um, I guess I've used some of the contacts in the industry as well, which I I know quite well. Hence you, um, <laughs> and we've got we've got some really talented people, including yourself, that can have that can offer so much to our members and 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 so much knowledge. And I think that's very important. Um, and what we've got in store for them is um, pretty cool for 24. We're even using internal members. So not only have we got all these amazing um, connections with, um, you know, external people, we've under the one roof, we've got some pretty awesome people in there. So we want to use their talent too. And we find that our members love supporting their peers. So yeah. Um, and that's been quite successful. We trialled that in um, October and it's definitely going to continue um, in the new year. And so with our external people like yourself, Katie Reeves coming in to do a masterclass, we will open up um, to do ex um, education and open it up externally as well. But it's definitely part of a huge part of our business model for 2024 um, because, as we all know in this industry, everyone loves to be inspired somehow and whether we can use all the touch points of business building, techniques, uh, you know, whatever avenue it is for education, um, yeah, they can definitely benefit from it. So it's uh, it's it's definitely, yeah, a part of what we do. Can you talk everyone through where the sites are and kind of where you started and I guess the trajectory of where the sites are going? Because I know that you guys have undergone quite a bit of like fairly rapid growth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Buckle up. We have, <laughs> and um, it, it's been it's been phenomenal. As I said, like the team, we've grown a lot um, in 2023, and I can't wait for 2024 with what's in the pipeline. Um, but to take to to take, right, rewind the clock and take you back, we we opened up Surrey Hills um, in October 2020, yeah. and um, that was our first site. And then in um, mental blank, 2022, <laughs> we opened up Lower North Shore and Lower North Shore is our second site. It's at St Leonard's on the Pacific Highway. It's in a great um, big complex called St Leonard's Square and we've got residential above us and we're in the retail space on the ground floor. Um, so we, uh, we seem to find that our business model goes really well for, you know, Surrey Hills is a really big, amazing industrial looking building. And yeah. then we've gone for a similar feel as well at West End. Um, so West End is our third site that we opened this year in May. And um, West End is in Brisbane and it is on the south side of the bridge. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes, I think it's on the south side know, of the bridge. I don't know Brisbane. <laughs> I'm not very familiar with Brisbane either. But, <laughs> we have, but West End is next to South Bank. Um, it's in a great new sort of industrial build. You've got lots of beautiful retail shops there. Um, you've got, you know, some nice high-end um, supermarkets there. And then we have got a two-storey, um, I guess you could say warehouse. It's the old Peter's ice cream warehouse. So oh, really right. cool. That's, a real, that's really cool. Big beams everywhere. Like it's, again, a, a, all sites, it's funny when people come in and see our sites and if they've come to a different site the first thing they say when they walk in is oh my god it's so different from Surrey Hills oh it's so different from St Leonard's oh it's so different from West End it's just all of them have their own personalities and it's not any better or any worse they are just all different and I, I can't explain it but they're all amazing in their own in their own individual right um and then so yeah West End 
was in May and then very, very recently in November, we opened up on the other side of the bridge in Brisbane. It's a bit like Sydney, I've been told the story bridge, you're north or south. And it's a bit the same with the Harbour Bridge in Sydney. Yes, north or south. So we, we call that OTD. So it's <laughs> go over the bridge. <laughs> it's a big mental thing to like travel that far. Yeah. So Surrey Hills is on one side of the bridge and then St. Leonard's is on the other, which ticks all the boxes. Um, but yes, aim with Tenerife. So Tenerife is in um a really big cool old warehouse in um Brisbane. Half of the building is Nova Radio. And then the other half is ours. And we have got a two-storey space in Tenerife. The whole downstairs is concierge and retail. So you walk in as a client to a beautiful big retail experience of all different strategically put um, brands, the way that it looks, the way that it makes you feel when you walk in. Um, it's all been done, you know, the way that it should to have that beautiful retail experience. So that's Tenerife, that's number four. Now, I ha I do know that I can um, quietly <laughs> let you know where site number five is, but I think it is the world's worst kept secret because the noise is definitely out there and the whispers happen and I'm getting phone calls now about our next site. Our fifth site is going to be in Bondi Junction in 2024. Yes, my boss might kill me, but I've said it, it's there and it is happening and it's really exciting. So um, brilliant space, brilliant, like where we are, where we're situated. We are on Bronte Road. We will have a part, brand new apartments above us and we will have a two-storey space with a garden terrace oh, wow. um, next to Westfield. Yes, I'm like so, so excited. So I don't want to say too much, but... Um, it's in a really great location for anybody that's interested, I guess, say on the Eastern suburbs side, I'm just going to let you know that it's going to happen in 2024. Um, I'm not going to give you a timeline, um, because, we haven't, yeah, um, because as you know, with builds and things that can change, but definitely it's happening in 2024. Um, and then what's ahead for that after that? I can't really say too much, Haley, but all I will tell you is, um, watch this space and we are growing. We are definitely growing 24, 25. So that's all I'm going to say. One <laughs> question I would like to know, if I'm a professional brand, so I could be any one of our major manufacturers, how do I get into the space of Salon Lane? Is it something, do I need to be, have a member bring me in or do you, can you become a stockist or a supplier to Salon Lane through reaching out to you guys? Like, cause I'm sure every, you're going to be the spot where everyone wants to be. <laughs> we yes we um we do have a really good I guess exposure side for the brands in particular yeah. um and you know it's funny because I've been with brands for the last 17 years and going to an awards night for the first time as Salon Lane I felt like Switzerland and it was a very um refreshing feeling to have it was an unusual feeling but it was great but yeah a lot of the brands really you know we do support a huge amount of brands in the industry um it, we it's space for us if we had more space uh we already have a huge amount of space but we we will we will always consider taking on more brands it's don't ever say never yeah. um it's just making sure that we have the right brands but it's for our members as well so um to answer your question you can either as a member you know, you can use our brands that we have a partnership with 
And then that includes colour as well as retail. And you can um, purchase your colour through us. We have a wholesale program. Uh, we have a colour bar program where you can um, buy as you go or go on a, on a, on a wholesale program um, agreement. Or you can uh, sell our retail brands that we have and you can earn commis a commission program there as well. So the great thing, I guess, as a hairdresser in particular is you can have the full range of all the different hair types, scalp types, all the things, issues that you you need, but you don't have to take on that um, account yourself. You don't need to take, like have all of that stock just sitting there as dead money um, and you can, you know, you can earn an attractive commission from it. So that's very rewarding for, for our members. Or if you choose that you just want to bring in a brand yourself, you can 100% do that too. So we don't mind either way. Um, and then if you're with in the on the beauty side, there's definitely options there too with our beauty brands and if they want to bring in their own. So the, the, the thing is with us, we're flexible. We have to be flexible. We want to be flexible. We look after our members. Our members are everything. We want to make sure that they're happy, they're successful, and if there's anything that we can do to make their journey in salon lane better, we will do the best that we can um, to look after that. So, uh, yeah, lots of brands. How do you get in? Um, that's a different conversation, I guess. And um, we we still talk to lots of different brands that we don't have, and we love to keep those relationships open. And it just comes down to the site as well, the location. There's a lot of strategic information that goes into the background of how we want to look and what we want to deliver, you know, as a retail space. Who are your mm. preferred partners at this point? So if I was, you know, a potential salon lane member, who could I expect to have wholesale access to or retail access to at the moment? So if I talk about our colour bar, um, because I'm probably going to remember all of our colour bar partners because we've got a huge amount of our retail partners, but colour bar for us at Salon Lane is um, for full L'Oreal, full yep. L'Oreal professional colour. We have full O&M, which is probably one of our bigger main um, users and providers. We have parts of Redken and we have Pravana and we have Paul Mitchell as well. So we find that the brands that we have at different price points and different style of colour services, um, and I think we're also tr um, trialling a few other um, colour brands as well. Um, there's a few things in there. I think there's KM Gloss. Okay. Um, which, um, yeah, so we just, we it, it's whatever our members want and whatever we feel, you know, works for them and what they want. So, but again, if they don't, if there's a brand that we don't have, um, then we can either be open to conversation or members can bring it in themselves. Hmm. I love that because one of the things that probably holds people back from launching their own micro business is that capital startup, whereas you kind of take all of that away. It's a massive burden. It is. And I'm probably going to not, not speak out of school, but the one thing that I do know coming from brands is their opening orders are big, are huge. And if you look at the way our industries, our industry has evolved and has moved, you have to be able to, as a company, adapt and your opening order can't be thousands and thousands of dollars for one individual that might only go through one and a half tubes of colour for that day because they may have cuts or they may have a hair extension client or they may have, you know, a tint regrowth. And a tint regrowth may only go through 40 grams of colour. So it's not feasible for a, an individual to take on that amount of stock or just sitting there. And then 
if you do have to cherry pick, how do you know what you're going to need? Yes, you might have an idea of oh, what absolutely. your clients want. But how are you coming in the door that and, and And you want to be able to offer everything. So if your regular client comes in and she saw her girlfriend's hair and the girlfriend went copper, which is a beautiful phrase that's packed like, craze that's happening now and there's some amazing colors happening she's going to walk in that day and say hey I really want that lived in copper effect like thanks Sheree Noble amazing loving it um but I want that color I love that color give me that color now does a freelancer have a lot of copper on hand I'm not they they might so we take that burden away and yeah they can they can get whatever color they want of any shade of any depth on that day if you have that you have that client that wants that lived in copper yeah um thank you so much for sharing I guess the whole salon lane story but also like you know opening this up to anyone who is a freelancer solo operator to the opportunities that you provide because I think if you're going into that space it's pretty daunting right imagine you know moving to a solo operator model and walking into this huge, enormous space with all of these people that are already very comfortable, like it would be so intimidating. Someone like me would like find that scary AF. So I think what you've done is kind of, you know, given this amazing uh, verbal description and kind of broken down the barriers and made it so accessible to anyone that wants to try. And especially because we're seeing so many people that kind of toggle between, you know, freelance editorial, couple of days in the salon, education, like the key to what you said in your last sentence is like we need to be agile. We need to open up as many possibilities as Mm -hmm. we can. It's the only thing that's going to sustain our industry. So, 100%. And we, I think that's part of the reason why, you know, I, I, one, I love what I do, but I, I get to experience these people firsthand of when they're inquiring. And whether you are a salon owner or whether you are an employee or whether you are a mobile hairdresser working somewhere else and you are looking for that professional space to, to, to for your next move, um, I guess with my experience and my knowledge and all of those burning questions that you may have, it's part of me nurturing and making sure that, they, that they're ready to, you know, to, to, to set their wings and fly and to fly away. And we have lots of help with business partners within Salon Lane to, for different avenues that you might need with business tools. So we've got solutions to help you. And if you're any, if you're, even if you're a little bit uncertain, we can still help and guide you with, you know, those, those burning questions as well. Or even if you're a salon owner and you're downsizing, um, I've got quite a few salon owners that have downsized for whatever reason, sick of their landlord, rising rent, utilities, the plumbing, oh, my God, you name it, the list goes on a mile long. And on top of that, throw in, I guess, staffing and having a sustainable salon where you can then hold a team where they're they're not going to, um, you know, people's, people's lives change. And um, and so staffing as well. So I've got some really great salon owners that have that are living their best life, that are doing their clients and then closing their door and walking out the door and not giving it a second a second thought. And they're just having such a carefree, healthy, fun time without the burden of a without the burden of a landlord. So um, yeah, it it, it ticks a lot of boxes for a lot of different people. Um, you know, we're never going to be 
the solution for everybody and that's okay because the industry is big enough where there are going to be people out there that still love being employed and you know what that's fantastic that's your choice we respect that the industry is big enough and there are some brilliant salons out there so that's fantastic but if you are looking at wanting to be a little bit more flexible have the freedom um look at you know your income and potentially growing that income which you will easily do um we then you know we have we have solutions for you and with all of the tools and the support and the community fill and the color programs that we have and the education you're ticking a lot of boxes so all I hear is positive thing we took the guys on a, a boat party for Christmas and um you know they come up to you and they thank you and say thank you so much you know I know it took me a while but I'm so glad I'm here you know it's been life-changing Renee I really appreciate it thank you and we share that with the team everyone has an involvement in that in some way with the salon lane team. So we should, we're really proud of how we look after our members. Well, I'm going to be dropping all of your contact details, okay. your, you know, social handles and that kind of thing in the show notes. So anyone who's listened to this wants to reach out to you, you know, do a salon. Please, lane. Do. Mm, please do. I've got, um, you can contact us through salonlane.com.au on the website. You can find us on Instagram, salon.lane, which is our business handle. Um, those of you who have my mobile number, my mobile number has not changed in the last 17 years. So I've still got that number. I've got people that reach out to me and they go, oh my God, you're actually in my phone. <laughs> like I'm still, still my number. Um, oh yeah. Just book a chat with me, book a chat with, um, Courtney, who is the member growth manager up in Queensland. So she looks after, um, both sites up there and either of us are more than happy to answer any questions that you have. Um, and even if you're just not sure or you just want to know a little bit more, um, maybe you're looking at it next year or whatever it may be, any burning questions, I, we're more than happy to have those conversations to help. Hmm. Thank you so much. I've loved our chat and I think we will well, thank really you, this chat in a, in a year's time because I'm so excited to watch, you know, what happens. Yeah, definitely. I will always um, keep you guys updated on Bondi Junction. I know I um I haven't gotten into trouble for that, but it is going to be a very impressive site and um, I'll definitely make sure I keep you guys updated. But I really appreciate that you've given me the time today to have a chat and to learn a little bit more about Salon Lane and what we're all about. Thank you so much, Renee. Thanks, Hayley.